What up? Oh, is it on? Oh, this is cool. Yeah. Um, you sound a little fuzzy, though. Do I? I don't know why. Do you have good, you have good internet? Yeah. Okay, so we're good. Um, one thing I will ask during this, just for the sound quality, because it's if you are playing with your phone, it like picks all it up. So just leave it in okay. front of you or something or on a hard surface. Connor's not on here yet, though. He said it's. What did you do? Just click the link. You yeah. Well, I had the app. I downloaded the app and then I just clicked the link you sent. And it popped right up and it said join meeting. And so I clicked join. Yeah, he he. I sent him the same thing and he seems to think it sends him to this generic thing. He had to do it like three times yesterday. So we'll see if we can get him on here. Hold on a second. Tank's trying to get out again. <laughs> he doesn't like the noise. He's been sleeping all day. He's got to live in the dream. I know my dog is sleeping too. I had to move my to my office because um, they go kind of crazy out there when they can see out the window, and I don't want her barking in the background. I I have to put the spray collar on Tank when he's he sits and stares out the window, and then he'll just go nuts and start barking, and I hate it. It's too I know. Cool for me. Honey has I'm a. Old. They both have um, like the beeper collars or whatever. Mm-hmm. So when they you know act up or go crazy like our house isn't overly huge so gotta uh beep them connor messaged in that chat yeah (laughs) link doesn't work yeah right work for you i'll send him another one yeah it's pretty sweet you just click on it and you invite whoever you want and then it records once somebody picks up, so it doesn't sound like a bunch of mm-hmm. blank space. I'll see how if I can. Let's add him again. I'll just send it to just him. I don't know why he has such an issue with it. Maybe does he have an older phone? Honey, no. No, I think he just got an iPhone because he didn't used to have one at first. Wasn't that picture I sent in that chat so cute? Okay, I'm on. Yeah. Oh hey. Yeah. Sorry. Slacker. What up, dude? I'm glad it worked. Yeah, it worked I, once you sent it to me. Katie clicked on that group one and it worked right away. That's weird. So that's cool. Mm-hmm. Awesome. I'm glad we're back. I was looking forward to it. Yeah, yeah, sorry if you hear my stepson in the background. He's just with me right now. That's all good. That's cool. Um, can you just leave your phone in front of you like before? Because I listened to it. Did you listen to it yesterday at, yeah. at all? Yeah, I did. It sounded yeah. pretty good. Like it, it does pick up background noise pretty well so if you're not really touching your phone it's mm-hmm. pretty good so cool well what's going on everybody i was just writing a blog post um and trying to figure out something with a customer right now and then i'm also watching nice. my stepson bear right now he's next to me with a, a little milk chocolate bunny he's trying to open up right now <laughs> what's up bear he say hi hey Oh my goodness, that is so cute. <laughs> um, Honey, can you say yeah, hi? Right. Honey, what's up? Are you here <laughs> snoring? Oh man, I love when dogs snore. I it's just awesome. love my dog in general. Like anything she does, I just love her. Yep. You're one of those crazy dog ladies, but I get it now that I have a dog. It's I'm so like... hard to explain. Like Connor probably thinks we're crazy. But I don't think you're crazy. I'm just. I have a kid, so. Yeah, so I can't imagine what it's like to have a kid. Like, are you just as obsessed with your kid? Sometimes. Other times, I wish that he would be able to go to the daycare. Um, (laughs) 
But right now, <laughs> if I sound weird, it's because I'm moving upstairs because Kristen just stopped working. So I'm going to actually be in my normal setup now. So I had to pick up my phone. Good. Good. Let us know when you're up there. But uh, um, just, Katie, we got two views. Got like eight views total on these podcasts. Really moving up. Oh, eight? Wow. I watched it yesterday. No, eight like on the other one too. Total. Total. Oh, nice. That's all good. It's fun. I like doing this. And I said yesterday, if somebody ever hears this, um, first of all, Peloton owes me a couple grand and WordPress owes Connor some money. And basically a lot of people are going to owe us some money. I don't know. That's what you're banking on? I don't know if I gave WordPress a ringing endorsement yesterday, though. So they might they might tell me I I owe them money. Oh, yeah. How do you feel about WordPress, Connor? Uh, I, it's not that fun to use, but it's, I mean, I, I made it work. It was, it wasn't simple at all. It yeah. was, it was not fun. Um, it's definitely for the, for the complex who don't, not, a, not a beginner thing. Yeah. And what's fun, I'm a beginner, so I don't know yeah. how I made it work, but I feel like the website flows. I don't know if you've gone to it yet, but I, I, did. I feel like it works. Yeah, for sure. I'm going to go grab my doctor. A... 11th hour workers. Sorry, I'll be right back. Yeah, actually, it's funny that if he did that and he's a novice and you say it's hard, that's crazy because I think it looks pretty good. Oh, it does. It looks super good. I was like, holy crap. But I know like to do all the fancy stuff on there. um, I don't know if Connor used a template or what he used, but um, there's a lot of coding that's involved with with, uh, WordPress. So I personally don't go on it, um, but. Huh. I. I actually asked, 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 asked him that, and he said there's no coding. Um, and I was like, because I couldn't do it if there was coding. When I, I made a website in like high school, I think yeah. I told you guys this years yeah. ago now. So it was just like, it was like basically a, it walked you through how to do it, and then it was able. To, so it was like a website creator yeah. thing that the high school had. And there was no coding. I could have never done it because in college I took a website design class because I thought, oh, in high school I did it and it was published and it was cool. I thought it was fun. Well, that was all about how you coded it on the back end. And I'm like, I don't. This is way over. Mm-hmm. Head, so yeah, I the only. Okay, so when I first started web design or whatever, I was you know just working to get experience at that point, and charging people like two fifty whatever to do their website, and mm-hmm. she. Mm-hmm. Um, she had a WordPress website and I was just like trying to familiarize myself with all the different platforms just to, you know, see what I liked, what I didn't like, whatever. And obviously like I made her site and everything, but, um, she, it was, it was interesting. Um, she had like one up above the free version, I think, or whatever. And she wanted to do like all these custom things. And I just didn't know how, because I was so new at that point. Like I didn't know any type of coding or anything. And then I was just like, got a sour taste in my mouth I think but you yeah. know it is what it is I feel yeah, like a lot I mean I know a lot of people use WordPress obviously but what's the benefit of WordPress um they why would they WordPress, use it? I I know that it's a really good platform for blogging um yeah. and that's what Connor wanted yeah so that's good but I mean every other like Squarespace the one I prefer and Wix too obviously I mean mm-hmm. you can see that you can blog on there so yeah, I can. Yeah. Sorry, sure. I was gonna just jump in. I got back up here. Um, 
the WordPress, the reason why I used it was just only because of that reader thing that I told you about, where like millions of people can see it. Wait, you didn't tell me about that. Oh, yeah. I was talking. Sorry, I told he you told me about, about that. that. Yeah. So, Katie, there's a um, there's like this blogosphere type thing where you can like millions of people that are on WordPress or however many people are on WordPress can actually see each one of your posts as long as it like lines up with certain keywords. So it's almost like its own search engine optimization within WordPress. Huh. That's pretty cool. Mm -hmm. Um, I was thinking about last night, I was thinking about your blogging and stuff, Connor. Um, I was thinking you should try posting stuff on Pinterest. You think so? Have you ever thought about doing that? No. Because there's so many. Well, I feel like if you would provide like some type of, I don't know if you did like a workbook or um, like a some type of freebie or something that could go along like with your blog or whatever. That way you could gain email subscribers, you know? Yeah, I think that'd be cool. Sorry, Bear just ran in the room. It's okay. <laughs> um, and then, yeah, I think yeah, and then smart. you post it on Pinterest and like so many people can view it or whatever if they just search in like, you know, obvious search terms or whatever. Yeah, yeah, that'd be but cool. But I know Thank personally, you. like I'm always looking for like cool things that tell me how to read a Bible. So, okay. Yeah. I'll, I'll think about doing that. I have no idea how to work Pinterest. I'll have to ask Kristen and she just smiled at me like, Ooh, I can teach you. (laughs) (laughs) It's super easy. I actually, I like Pinterest, but I always thought that was just like a picture place. Yeah. They no, they is a lot of resources on there. Like I'm literally, I always have a Pinterest tab open because whenever I need something or don't know how to do something, I just look on Pinterest and then like with Squarespace stuff, like I'll look up how to design a certain part in Squarespace or whatever. And it literally just pulls up a bunch of blogs that people have wrote on how to do it. I had nice. If I need, if I need a how to, I use YouTube like a video, but if I need a recipe, then I'm going to go Oh, I love Pinterest for recipes. Especially anytime I'm like, especially instant pot recipes. I don't have an instant pot because I'm not ready. What the heck oh is gosh. an instant pot? That you don't know what an instant pot is? No. You can cook it's like a it's like a crock pot on steroids. Instead of eight hours, it takes like seven Yeah, minutes. I have so I got my instant pot for Christmas and you know how we just moved or whatever. I'm a horrible chef. Okay. I'm just gonna put that out there. <laughs> um I don't know how to cook. I'm I'm a horrible I know, I know. It's like whatever. Anyways, so literally, I use my Instant Pot almost every single meal that I make, and it is amazing. Like, it can bring completely frozen chicken to cooked in eight minutes. Like, it's so nice. I feel um, like that's got to be nuclear. Like, that's, that doesn't even sound safe. You have, to be, <laughs> you have to be really careful. And I was like, I had so much anxiety when I got my Instant Pot because Brandon's like, that's a pipe bomb. And I was like, oh my gosh, <laughs> you would think about it like that. He's like, yeah, you have to be really careful, blah, blah, blah. But once you get the hang of it and like how to use it, what to put it and what not to put in it, you're golden. Okay, as long as, as, long as you don't like blow up your kitchen the first time, you're good. Yeah, and I've never really heard anybody doing that. So, okay. Also, I'm hearing a little bit of myself. I don't know if you guys, I don't know if you guys are doing that or what. I just heard that too. Yeah, how close are you? How close are you to your Um, phone? I'm just sitting in my chair. I mean, are you like a foot away or probably like a foot? 
yeah, that's stay a little bit away. I notice the closer I get, I hear okay. myself too. So, um, well, thanks for coming on. Let's get this party started. Katie, what's your, um, first things first, what's your website? Um, absolutelydigital.co. Absolutely digital. Up. That's where we're starting because we were, I said on the first podcast, which by the way was what I said. March, I March 6th. March 6th. <laughs> June. I'm already, I'm already ahead <laughs> of the game. So March 6th, if everybody hasn't listened, that's all eight people that's listened to this, which is probably us three twice and me three times. I knew you were going to come at me, good. okay? No, that's okay. Um, we talked about Connor's um, 11thHourWorkers.org yesterday. We talked about my site that you are making, so we're going to give you a shout-out. And so I'll put that in. I'm going to put that in the notes because someday when these make it, you know, when we're Joe Rogan style, like reaching the masses, then it'll be like free advertising. So it's all good. We're not going to get, we're not going to give you the business. I thought you were going to yell. But I think you, I, I was about to. I think you did talk. We've been quarantined for six weeks. What have you been doing? Um, you know, school work and I work a job. I thought you were done with school. Petting her dog. (laughs) No. And the other thing that I've noticed working from home, I don't know. Well, I don't know, I guess if you guys would feel this way too, but it's really hard for me to like sit in my office all day working on, you know, work, nine to five work. And then after it, I'm like, I just want to go out of here. I just don't want to sit in this chair That's... anymore. So it, it gets really difficult for me to work on my stuff because it's like, okay, mm-hmm. what I, I just want to get out of this room, mm-hmm. you know? I agree. I That's Connor and I kind of hit on it yesterday is, I don't really mind working from home. Actually, I think I could do this like long term. Yeah, for sure. Uh, maybe like a like a nice mixture of a couple days a week go and a couple stay here. I'd be totally okay with that. It's the after, like knowing that you can't go anywhere, but you just sat in your office all day or on your couch or wherever you sit and maybe you move, and it still just sucks because you're like, ah, I can't, I can't go anywhere. Like I can go walk outside, but it's just the idea that I can't go where I want to go. So you want to go shopping? I want to go to a bar. Connor wants to go to a restaurant, whatever it may be. It's like, you just can't do yeah. it. That's, it's like the mindset. Yeah, you're trapped in your office. It's for me, I noticed early on that I couldn't just have one place dedicated to working. Um, so what I did, I have a big desk set up right next to my bed. And then I also work down in the kitchen in the afternoon. So then like there are five hours up here at my desk and then after about one o'clock, there's four hours down in the kitchen. And then whenever Bear decides to go to sleep at night, he, I end up coming back upstairs to work at my desk. So it doesn't feel like I'm here all day. So that's something yeah. that's helped me. I don't know if you have that much space to where you can do something like that, but that definitely helped me. Yeah. I sometimes I like just working at my kitchen table just to get a different view like today this morning I was sitting on my couch working because I couldn't stare at my office walls anymore even though they're gorgeous uh, I would like to say but why don't why don't you talk about that because I believe I could pull up the notes but I believe you said one of your goals um, in the first podcast March 6th was you were gonna do it make an office because you didn't have one and I'm pretty sure you already did you completed yeah. that task so we'll give you show I there. did it is so totally my style I actually I don't know if I guys I told you guys this but 
I made it unique in my own by painting actual paintings and I hung them on the wall and I love them. And I don't know. It just, you painted yeah. them? Why don't you send us a picture? I will. Um, but I, I really, see it. they're just flowers, but like it's totally my style and I really like it. And it just, I feel like it's really hard to work in a place where you don't feel. I don't know. Like, I don't feel motivated when I'm working on my couch, you know? So, yeah, working uh, here that's and really cool. see, be, being around things that, you know, I picked out this whole office. I got all the stuff that I wanted and whatever else. And now, like, I love being in here, but it just gets tiring staying at my screen from eight in the morning until five at night and then working on my business from five at night until like 10 <laughs> in the same room all day. Yeah, I don't. It gets hard, but I mean, at least I enjoy the space. I think if you look at it in terms of like, if you were at work, nobody sits there for, from eight to five, they get up, they talk to Terry, yeah. they go BS people and like Connor and I's jobs, we can go talk to other people. So I honestly, if somebody really expects that of us, I don't think that's even fair. And I don't think they do. So, I mean, it's all Yeah, good. for sure. I can't, I'm not sitting in one spot from eight to five. I'm not no, that it, thing, so. that thing makes me feel like I have an elephant on my chest, but Katie, mm-hmm. you, you really do have some talent. I saw the pictures on Absolutely Digital's um, Instagram page, and so did Kristen because she follows you. And she said, like, <laughs> you're, you're good. Like, Thanks. You, you can paint. I didn't know that. I didn't know either. Well, I, when I was little, <laughs> I, really, I really used to like, like arts and crafts. And, you know, I used to paint, like, even in middle school and stuff. And then I was like, when, when this whole quarantine thing happened, I was like, I'm going to do it again. Like, I'm going to start painting again. And I got out my paints or whatever, and I was like, holy crap, this actually turned out kind of good. Good enough to hang on a wall. That's awesome. <laughs> That's awesome. I actually, let's go back to yesterday, Connor. I already asked you this, so I'm going to get Katie on this one. Our, our main question, which I think I texted you this, Katie, was how are you better bettering yourself during the quarantine? It sounds like you're picking up uh, lost loves and getting back into them. And I actually used to love art. And I, used to, I didn't paint, but like draw with a pencil I really like. So what else have you done? I let's to see, better yourself to better myself over this time. I would say yeah. definitely. Well, painting is like my big thing right now. I sent one of my paints to my grandma, and she's like, she texted, she uh, called me on the phone. She's like, oh my god. <laughs> um, That's but awesome. the other thing, I told you guys I was gonna do that. Uh, mm-hmm. But the other thing, obviously, was cleaning my office. So everything was kind of like jumbled around for a while because I was getting new furniture, moving stuff in, moving stuff out, whatever. So I finally got it to where it's like gorgeous and I'm in love with it. So that is one way that I'm bettering myself. And also like I've been really focused on mine and Brandon's relationship because I don't know if you guys care if I get deep here or whatever, whatever. Um, That's what this is for. <laughs> you go. Absolutely. But I, you know, when we first moved, it was really hard. Like it was a difficult transition and, and I'm, personally I know I'm really bad with change and I'm obviously trying to get better at doing at change in general um I think every person struggles a little bit with change but I really struggle so it was difficult for me and I've been learning ways to work through that but Brandon and I are finally on the same page um after all that time so we've obviously been bettering our relationship which is turning out really well so those are a few ways that I have been bettering myself personally. Um, that's all. Awesome. That's awesome. I, yeah, this, uh, by the way, I, we didn't really like intro this show, but this is a round table between 
three people that work together and have enjoyed talking to each other at work. So we just do this. Um, we should shout out our blog. We're st- we started a blog at work, qaom.com slash blog. Check it out. It's all about positivity. So yeah, Katie, anybody on here, Connor and I got deep yesterday. It was awesome. It's kind of why I like doing this deep thought, deep conversation, mm-hmm. and hopefully some laughs. Um, another thing we said, yeah, I uh, talked about yesterday, which I wanted to get your take on. I talked to Kaylee a couple of days ago and I was like, you know, we've already been doing this for like six weeks or whatever. I think, I don't know, five, six weeks. And I'm like, that seems like a really long time, but also the days seem to go fast. I wanted to get your take on it. Is time going fast or slow? I think it's going really fast. It really is. I, th- I don't even know. I Yesterday, this morning, just I was looking back at it and it's like, holy crap, we've actually been in quarantine for quite a while. And it doesn't even feel like yeah. it. And I think, yeah, it's crazy. I think there's so much, I don't know if I talked to you guys about this already, but I think there's so much pressure around what are you going to do in quarantine? Like, how are you going to, you know, make the best of quarantine? How are you, whatever, blah, blah, blah. And it's just like, just chill. It's okay. Like there's just so much pressure around it and that's, it makes it like kind of tense a little bit, but I think right now there's so much time to just relax from the fast pace of everyday life. And I, I don't know. Yes. I just, it's... I, I 100% agree. We were talking about the reset. We called it, or I think I called it that, or somebody. And it's like, I kind of feel that pressure. I don't know if I, I don't feel pressure, but I feel like this is going to be talked about when people come out and they're going to sit and say, Oh, I bettered myself. I have this business now, or I lost 30 pounds. And it's like, to me, the reset means maybe relax and calm and calm yourself a little bit and I'm a pretty uh, fired up person most people that you guys know me so it's like maybe it's just the time for the reset but um, I guess I'm trying to get a balance of both yeah the re the reading and the working out you know and trying to better myself that way but I'm not trying I mean it is still a day at a time and it's like Rome wasn't built in a day if this is a good time to reset and get started on something it doesn't mean it's gonna have to be finished when this is over so I I totally I like that you just said that because I've, I've noticed at least for myself and for Kristen, it's almost like we have this, you guys know what mom guilt is or or like Mm -hmm. parent guilt where you're just like, you should be doing more. Well, that's kind of how I feel right now in the middle of the pandemic, because it's like, okay, I have the most amount of time on my hands that I've ever had and I'm doing nothing, Mm -hmm. but really I'm doing a ton. It's just, I can't reach that bar that I set for myself. And, and people, like you said, Katie, they're saying, Hey, what are you going to do during quarantine? You have all this time. You got to do something. You don't have to do something. If you're comfortable with where you're at in life and maybe you want to, you want to just relax because you haven't been able to relax for the first 20 years of your life, then relax. I I don't think you should feel guilty at the end of the quarantine or at the, even in the middle of the quarantine. Me personally, I would feel guilty just because I know that that God put me on this earth to continue to be doing stuff even when I can't do stuff. So that's why I feel guilty. But I I think it's unfair to a lot of people to have any sort of guilt associated with the stress that we already have because our life has been turned upside down. Maybe, maybe the reset is mental. Like for me, I mean, we're still working and everything, but just to get connected 
with what's important. I know we've talked about this too. Like, I feel like more people are, this has turned into a good thing uh, for personal relationships and people are, you know, reaching out to people that they yeah. haven't for a while, or maybe their parents who they don't talk to a lot. I'm very guilty of that. Like, I don't talk to my mom that much. Um, not that I don't love her. I love her to death, but it's like, I don't know. I should reach out more, but I feel like a lot of that's going on and people are like, when you go out for your walks, even like people are outside and they want to talk to you. And when before it was like, don't even look at them cross-eyed or they'll get pissed, you know? So it's like, you know, I, I think the reset can take on a lot of things and I don't know. I, I Katie, you're onto something. Cause I kind of feel that I feel like everybody's not everybody. I want to use that too loosely, but a lot of people feel like this is the time you have all this time. Like that guy we had last Friday is like, you got nothing but time to better yourself. And it's like, what if that's maybe a mental reset or, you know, what if it's not starting a business? What, what does that mean to you? So I yeah, think I like, I like that. about the topic on everybody saying we have all this time. I disagree. I don't think, I mean, especially for people who are working from home, just because I'm home doesn't mean I'm not you know, working. I, I don't yeah, true. like there's still, there's still that aspect of everything. Granted, some people aren't working and we're very fortunate to be able to work still, but, Amen. and the people who, the people who don't work, I mean, I can't even imagine, but, um, you know, I don't feel like personally I have all the time in the world right now. Grant. Yeah. Like it's a little more loosely defined than I did when I was working nine, eight to five or whatever at my like physically at my job but I'm still doing things you know what I mean that take up time it's not like it's not like I my agree. responsibilities just disappeared you know I guess that's what I'm trying yeah, to yeah that's you're you're completely I, right with that at least at least in the way I see things too because I find myself not necessarily working harder from home but it just it feels like I'm working harder or it feels like I'm working at least the same amount because mm -hmm there's that weird blurred line between work and home. And then if I want to take say an hour for lunch, the little tiny voice in the back of my head telling me to feel guilty about it. Or if I want to go play with bear instead of writing a blog post, there's a little tiny voice in my head. That's like, dude, you're getting paid right now to play with bear. Don't do that. So it's, it's about me kind of combating those voices because I feel like those voices aren't fair because like Kellen said, if we go back to the office, like let's just say we're working eight to five at the office. Well, I don't feel guilty when I go out and talk to Terry for 20 minutes at a time. I don't feel guilty right. when I go in and talk to Kellen exactly. for 30 minutes at a time. So why should exactly. I feel guilty being with my family? Yeah. You shouldn't, you shouldn't. And, and honestly, to me, the reset is that we are working from home, but if you don't use it to your benefit for that family time, I honestly, I think you're missing the boat on yep. it. So I, I wouldn't feel guilty. I really wouldn't, uh, I, to me, to me, it's like that double standard that you're talking about. Like you should, should I feel guilty or should I do it? Like I personally do your work, get your work done, do your best and utilize this time for what's really important. Cause in the end, the job's not going to be there. And I know I talked to you about this and we love this company. That's why we, I'd say we all love this company and we put a lot into it Absolutely. personally. But I don't think there's any problem with, you know, reconnecting with all that's just my personal opinion. And I would say that to Marsha. I've already said it to her. Mm -hmm. I, I tell her what I think is important. But I was sitting by a fire a couple weeks ago and a guy came over six, six feet away. It was the in, uh, my in-laws 
friends that lived down the road or whatever they were just sick of being shut in so they came over and we were outside don't worry everybody <laughs> and um so we were talking about working from home and he said that exact thing he goes we we're just talking about that being a blessing or something like that which it is and he goes well if you look at the other side is it a blessing you can never get away from it and i think that's kind of what you're mm-hmm. saying is like you feel like you could answer your emails at nine at night like katie did that one day but i doubt you would do that if we were working you know normal well, what, what we used to call normal so it's like i, I don't know I, I personally don't feel bad about it just get your you know mm-hmm. get our work done and do what we can do so personally uh, i've noticed sorry kellen do you want to keep going no go for it um go for it, go personally for it. i've noticed the reason i'm fr- responding to emails on a click at night is like i try to be like have grace with myself because everybody's schedule is so like, I don't want to say there's flexibility because, I mean, there is an element of flexibility, but there's also, like, I feel like you have, like, I feel the pressure, again, to be to be more responsible, like, with my time from home, which I shouldn't feel. Mm-hmm. Um, but I, like, I'll take a couple, like, I'll take an hour during the day for lunch or whatever, and then I'm like, I'll just make up the 30 minutes, you know, tonight or something. Like, I notice myself doing that a lot. I don't know if you, I don't yeah, know if you I, guys probably don't. I, no, I, I do that. I, and then I start to ask myself, does it matter if I make up that time though? Cause like what, and that's, that's where I struggle a lot. Cause I, I want to do everything I'm supposed to do for our company. That's just how I am. I want to do that. But yeah, there comes a point though, where like, okay, I did pretty much everything that I, I could do today. And I don't feel like working and I'm not going to stress myself out or kill myself to do it when it's three forty-five in the afternoon. And I pushed myself harder than I ever would at the office. Um, no one's keeping me on a clock. No one's doing anything like that. So there have been afternoons where I tell that voice in my head to shut up and I, and I stop working at four o'clock and, and I, right. and I don't think that's bad, but I also think that you have to be like you, Katie, where you, where you have to say, Either I'll make it up in terms of time later, or I'll make it up in terms of effort that day. So yeah, for know. sure. What did that? What did that guy say on that call that we no nobody really participated in? But he did say some cool things. He's like, "There's days you've worked eight hours and twenty minutes." He's talking about effort. Like, yep. you can sit there for eight. That to me, to me, this you said a really good thing because to me, this is especially in sales. It's time versus results. Some jobs are time-based. You have to sit there. You work on a, in a factory, and your time is valuable because every 30 seconds you make widget A, and they make X. Well, ours isn't like that. It's time versus results. So it's like it's eight hours versus F. Yeah. So to me, I mean, I know what Marsha would say, and that's okay because she owns a business, but I feel like if we're getting this, then time, the time shouldn't matter. That's just, I don't know, it's personal I, opinion. I but. agree with that because I – the sales that I've made so far when we've been socially distancing or safer at home, whatever it's called. Um, mm-hmm. I've put zero effort into actually making those sales. It was effort that I put in before when everything was normal and now it's starting to come through. So I, I even told Marsha that on Friday, I said, well, the, the four sales that I've gotten, I've done zero work for except for like doing paperwork now, but like to actually get the sale, I did zero work during this whole time. So I, I don't know. I feel like it, like you said, it kind of, it, it, the time doesn't matter 
what matters is the results. Yeah. Well, if I'm putting time in other places and still getting the results, I feel like it doesn't really matter that much. I think it all evens out, especially in the sales games. Like you can feel like those months you put in work, 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 and you don't, you don't make a sale. And then all of a sudden in a month, like when I started this year, I got sale after, you know, I felt like I was, couldn't stop getting sales. It was great, but it was all the back work I did. Mm-hmm. So it's like, what is time? I don't know. I don't, yeah. In sales, I it's, I believe, cause I've seen it from, for myself, granted, I've only been in sales for like a year and a few months, but what I've seen is the, the results are 100% effort driven and 0% time driven. It's however much effort you put in is likely what you're going to get out. 100%. I, I, yeah, I, I know we're expected to work eight hours a day. I just, I'm not, a, especially in this scenario in this job i don't i don't necessarily agree with that so that's just yeah it is what it is and i'm not the owner too so if you're looking at it from an owner perspective obviously they're going to think differently but yeah. i feel like in sales if if the results are there then that all goes away and like maybe in katie's quorum it would be her results would be you know her marketing led to x amount of calls in or something like that if it's going to be all results so yeah. i mean there's a way to because Marsha always likes to measure everything. So that would be the way. But let's get off of work for a second. I'm out. I don't want to talk about work. Um, so yesterday, Katie Connor and I talked about, I asked him if he missed sports because we both like sports. So that led me to, um, today I was texting one of my good buddies. We used to lift weights together. And I was talking to him and I was like, um, I will never take for granted I got to live. I hope I live this down. I'll never take for granted basically anything. Cause I never thought you couldn't go to a gym. Sometimes I thought it was like an obligation. Like, Hey, my, you know, I, <laughs> my body deserves to be worked out instead of sitting here like a fat ass or whatever. And now it's gone. So it's like, what, uh, what is one thing you've learned from the situation? That's what I've learned is to truly, hopefully I take this with me too, is to truly, enjoy everything that I can do before I would say taken away. Yep. Go ahead. Our, so my, I have three sisters um, and we are extremely close. Like we don't have, you know, best friends or whatever, because we're literally each other's best friends. And granted my sisters are, you know, in their thirties, but I, we're still, you know, best friends like I just said and this time has shown me not to take for granted the time that we do spend together like before we were just always around each other and we always you know pop by each other's houses just to say hi Um, you know my nieces and nephews are a huge part of my life too and not seeing them literally just breaks my heart because they're changing every day it seems like so this time has just proven to me to actually value the time that I have with my sisters, which sounds so crazy to me because I never would imagine it be taken away, mm-hmm. you know? So I don't know. That's, it just is crazy to me. I want to hit on the, re- I mean, that's another reset. I mean, it's resetting your thinking to um, really appreciate the people in your life. That's important. Like I sometimes I'll think of if my dad wasn't here or something and, it gets you, it gets you a little uh, teared up, but it's like, that's kind of the mentality is like, 
if they weren't, if they were taken away, what would you do differently? Um, and sadly, I'm, I'm included in this. Sometimes it takes something uh, crazy before you realize it. So hopefully this is a wake-up call for all of us that, you know, really nurture those relationships when you can. Because, like, right now, when you can't go see them, so... I think yeah, it's so crazy. I think even the gym thing, it's just it's brought perspective. We talk about it all the time. So it's perspective for you that, you know, they may not always be there or the gym thing is, you know, so it's not that big a deal. You can figure out ways to work out at home, but it's just like perspective and being thankful for even the little things like that. So um Yeah. Connor. Can you go ahead? Sorry. Connor, did, you, did we talk about this yesterday? I don't think so. What is one thing you've learned? Yeah, we, we really didn't talk about this, but we um, we just talked about it from a sports angle. Like, do I miss it and what would I do with it? Um, but okay. for, for me, the thing that, that I was just thinking about while Katie was talking, while you were talking, um, was that I, I really miss the freedom to be able to do literally anything that I want. Um, and I think I, I'm thinking about it a little bit differently than you do when we talk about it, but, um, when I miss it, it's not like I'm upset or, or anything like that. It's, it's more of, I, I, I view the freedom as a privilege now, not a right. And, and I think that that actually will change my outlook moving forward whenever we get back to any sort of normal um, where I truly will know that, that even though in America freedom is quote unquote, a right, it's not, it's freedoms taken away every single day, whether it's someone getting into a car accident and they can't walk anymore or um, Mm -hmm. your, your brother or sister dying. So, so you lose a little bit of freedom there. Like, Mm -hmm it's just making me realize that that's something that I thought was a given and was a right. Isn't really. So I, I'm hoping to carry that. I think, I think this is proof. And that was very well said that everything's fragile, like freedom, life, liberty, any, I mean, uh, relationships, like it can all be kind of taken away. I mean, I feel like with technology, we're kind of buffering that, Mm -hmm. but imagine if this happened, you know, black plague days when, there was no technology and people were dying left and right. Like, so they just had to go hide or whatever. It's like, then what? Yeah. Or Spanish flu day back in 1918. Like that would have sucked. So what is kind of based on that Connor? We didn't do this one yesterday. So what is one thing? So we talked about one thing that, um, we didn't, well, the sports was one. I'm stumbling on my words here. Have another coffee. (laughs) um talked about sports and how i didn't miss it as much as i thought so i got two questions what do you miss the most and connor i think you kind of just said it so that's for katie too and then what is one thing that you thought you'd miss that you could live without me it's uh the one thing i miss is quite simply being able to do whatever i want basically what connor just said and then uh sports i don't miss it as much as i thought although i do love sports so Um, one thing that I miss, I just said, um, family time shopping. I really miss shopping. It's so (laughs) horrible. I know it's really horrible. Um, 
what was the other question? One thing that One I thing thought that, I missed, but I don't. Yeah, that you thought you would miss more, but you're actually okay with less of it or none of it. Um, I don't know. I didn't really do a lot before. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I'm not really sure. That's okay. I just, I know we both love sports, Connor and I, so that was an easy one for us, but. Yeah, I don't really watch sports. Yeah, we get that. <laughs> <laughs> At least you're not a Vikings fan. Wow. Say that. Yeah. Shots fired. I'm drinking out of my um, drink local Minnesota glass right now, as you're saying that. Do you guys have spec- Okay, I have a question. I have a question for you guys, though. Give it. What is one thing that you will miss about quarantine? Working from home. Um, I do like that. I think one thing I will miss is kind of tied into one thing that I love is being a little bit more busy, but I have liked the slowdown. Like I, I don't, there's nowhere to go. So it's like, there's no, so that takes away, what are we going to do now? What are we, you know, we don't have to think about it. Yeah. But um, that's the other thing I miss. I think my takeaway is maybe to find a little bit more of a happy medium on that. So, yeah, that's cool. Good question. Actually, I'll sorry, uh, I'll expand on mine because I just thought of that. Go ahead. Um, the thing that I'm truly going to miss more than working from home is the um, the perspective shift of realizing what truly matters. Because all of a sudden, when all this stuff goes back to normal, I can guarantee that the shift is going to go back to the hustle and bustle American way of either work or you're out on your butt. And, and that's not okay. In my opinion, like there's gotta be some sort of happy medium like Kellen's talking about. And I can keep it where I have a happy medium as long as my boss lets me, but um, yeah, I, I'm really, really going to miss this um, perspective shift that I'm seeing in a lot of people where they're, taking more time with their family or they're taking more time to actually appreciate what they can do um i feel like it'll end up being i feel like it'll be gone um six months to a year after after everything gets back to normal um maybe even sooner than that but i i don't see it lasting more than a year after everything returns to normal kind of like with 9-11 where everyone was rallying around each other and they were so mm-hmm. selfless like that might be the most selfless time in yep. the history of america which by the way america i think yeah, america right. might be the most selfish country in the world but we were the most selfless country at that time i i i agree so much like in times of chaos you see the best in people like i've been it's been like humbling for me to like hopefully help people and like make these posts and go to my wife's grandparents and give them food and like see the joy like that was cool like i would have probably never done that if it wasn't for this so i hope you're right Connor. and then hopefully like this can spill into maybe going back to what we call normal mm-hmm. i guess i don't that word is we say normal a lot i think you're right it probably won't because we're like money driven busy 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 country i mean i don't know the exact european countries but they work like three mm-hmm. days a week and it's like they put more importance on family and that's which to me would fit in nicely with my mm-hmm. lifestyle so but um i love this country though what you said about the freedoms and we we still you know there are these other countries that you know they can't go outside on any given day like it, they get told when to you know yeah. stuff like that it's like we don't have that so maybe it's a little more empathy for 
the world and that we do have it pretty good and we should be thankful for that. So that's a good Yeah, thing. I hope that we get that because I, uh, I, I agree with you that America is a great place to an extent. I'm still a, I'm mm-hmm. still a patriotic person. Like I don't hate America when I say this, but yep. I don't think that we are, um, I don't think we're the best that we can be. And I think that we actually fall short of it big time. Cause I, I, I think that America in general, if you ask people around the, around the world or even within our country, we're not a loving country. Like just period. We're not, we're greedy. We're, we're, and, and I'm not meaning you and I, I'm meaning just our country as a whole. Like that's, in the character of our country, it's greed, selfishness, um, instant gratification, and the freedoms that you talked about. The freedoms are great, but the other three, not so much. So I'm hoping, like you said, that this gives the majority of the people in our country the time to actually reset and hopefully change the fabric of what America is. Yeah, I um, I don't wholly agree with you on that I, I get what you're saying to me that just sounds like humanity as a whole like the greed what's going on we type in here the dog just got up <laughs> she just shaked her ears they're big she can't help it she's thick um she is i just think that's humanity in general and they're like the greed and all that stuff i mean yeah it's just i just think this is a time where people like we'll go back to the reset have found the good in people which because I want to keep this a little bit more positive, which is for such a negative time, I feel like good has come out of people just like nine 11, mm-hmm. just like her hurricane Katrina. So um, I'm going to keep these under an hour. I think I told you guys that I think anchor, if they're listening, they cut you off at an hour and then you have to hit restart. And then it's like two different things. Cause when I was, huh. when I was taping this, when we were with Marsha a couple weeks ago, that's what it did to me. So I want to just keep it under an hour. That way we can have more frequent talks. But anyways, I got one more thing. What do we got here? We got 14 minutes. Um, so last night, Katie, Kaylee and I clicked on the Innocence Project because we wanted something crime related and the crime show on, oh, yeah. on ID we hadn't talked about. And I'm going to make sure Connor can get in on this too, because I'm sure he hasn't watched it because he's busy uh, With writing books and stuff, which is awesome. <laughs> True. True. Okay, so Connor, the Innocence Project essentially is this project started by two lawyers, I think, Katie. Nobody's fact-checking me, so it don't matter. Um, Essentially, they wanted to right the wrongs of the justice system and all these people that are um, wrongly accused. So I heard this stat a while ago, and I actually looked it up this morning before we got in this. Um, It's estimated that up to 10,000 people may be wrongfully convicted of serious crimes each year in america so that think about that Ten thousand people i grew up in a town that was ten thousand people so that'd be the whole town was in prison for something they didn't do <laughs> uh, so without actually getting into the show because you didn't watch it katie and i can talk about that another time maybe or if you watch it the, i watched the first episode katie so the first the mississippi one yeah with um with the guy and the little girl or whatever? Yeah, the two girls and the two guys, and that was the same guy the whole time. But anyways, the, the question yeah. or the discussion is like, I mean, what would you, I mean, this is really hard to imagine, but if you were wrongly convicted and sent to prison, I mean, just that feeling alone. So we're kind of in our own little prisons right now, so to speak. It's not that bad, but I mean, I, yeah, how would that, I mean, I don't know. Somebody just tell me what you think, because I, to me, the justice system and you're, you're innocent until proven guilty, but yet 
if you're acute accused of a crime and you can't make bail, you're stuck in jail. To me, that doesn't make sense, but we don't need to get into all of that. What would you feel if you were wrongly convicted? I, okay. If I was in that guy's shoes, I probably would. Granted, I know Connor didn't see this, whatever he, he was in jail for like however many years. And then he just like finally accepted it, I guess. One was 18 and one was 14 on the first two episodes. It was the same show. Yeah. That's crazy. Yeah, that blows my mind. Um, Anyways, so I guess at first I would, I don't know. At first I'd probably try to fight it, obviously. And like your whole, my whole family at least would do whatever they could. But I guess Mm -hmm. in his shoes, like he didn't have that, so... I don't know. And then, but at some point, I'm sure you just succumb to accepting. I know. That's accepting would, it because it's your reality. I mean, you're stuck in, in prison. I feel like I agree 100%. It's like I would be so raging mad, but that wouldn't do any good. And it's like both of these guys, you could kind of tell they accepted it because it's like they can only do what they can do and they're stuck in the cell all day. It's like, but to me, that's so messed up. It's just so messed up. So. I don't know, Connor, what are your yeah, thoughts on that? Yeah, I've actually thought about that before, um, just in general, because I know that the stuff actually happens to people. And if you're in the wrong place at the wrong time, mm-hmm. all of a sudden you're you're looking at a murder conviction that you didn't even you didn't even know the person didn't even do anything. And and that's um that's horrible. But I've I don't know, I'd like to think that I would be um I'd like to think I'd be like the I can't remember what the dude's name is in Shawshank, but the white guy in Shawshank that's innocent, but yeah. he's in prison. I'd like to think that I'd be like yep. a mix between him and um, the Apostle Paul in in the Bible, because a lot of the a lot of the New Testament books that he wrote, he was in prison and, and imprisoned for preaching the mm-hmm. gospel. So like, not anything truly like illegal, like bad. So maybe it was illegal, but not bad. But both of them broke out of prison. I mean, obviously in the movie, he broke out of prison, but the apostle Paul was broken out of prison a couple of times. So like, I, I would have to kill every bit of humanity in me, um, every bit of flesh inside of me and completely focus on God. Otherwise I'd go insane. I'd get too upset. I'd get, I'd pretty much kill myself just from stress and overload and high blood pressure. And, um, saying or doing things that would get me shanked in prison like I, or, or get beat up by by the the guards so i i completely would have to distance myself from who uh from who connor is at least from a worldly perspective man Just i think thought. next time i think next time we should discuss uh stephen avery okay i'm gonna write this down stephen avery um okay so we went through a lot of stuff here we got like 10 minutes um i actually finished daring greatly just fyi it was a really good book really interesting so that's a topic um i told connor this yesterday and anybody listening if this ever gets a few posts if you want us to talk about something we're open to talk about anything but yeah if you guys are just in your everyday life so like i watched the innocence project and it led me to think about being convicted so like stuff like that just write them down Stephen Avery, uh, I got books. Um, I started a new book. Anybody know who J.C. Dugard mm-hmm. is? No. 
she was abducted very this very famous abduction she got abducted when she was 11 years old it was like in the early 90s and she was in this guy's backyard for 18 years and she got away i now okay i i, so, I think i remember what, what this story is i think i've heard yeah. of it yeah so so i i don't want to talk about that now because i want to talk about it maybe more when i read and stuff it's just it kind of thought it, just like kind of reminded me of the being um, accused when you weren't kind of thing so it's like she had no choice mm-hmm. kellen you should write down um next time since you bring up this jc book yep. write down uh the movie room room yeah i've never seen it it is you should definitely i don't know if it's on netflix or where but it is such a good movie it's about a girl who gets locked in this guy's backyard for i think 18 years and it might be maybe her it's about maybe i don't know but she has a little boy he gets her pregnant. Yeah, it, uh, JC in real life had two girls, I think. The real yeah. movie, 2003. Let's check it out. Uh, let's see. But anyways, and she like raises this little boy until he's like four or five in this shack in this guy's backyard. And then like when he gets out, like he doesn't know what they escape. And he doesn't know anything like he doesn't know grasses or light or anything but like she raised him to have this really good imagination like in the room mm-hmm. it's just a, such a good movie i would totally watch it if i were you okay i'll actually i'm writing that down connor anything you want to talk about that you can think of and obviously just keep thinking of this yeah. stuff and um i know this is a little late to the to the whole conversation about oj simpson but if you guys haven't seen those oj shows on netflix definitely watch those and i would actually like to hear what you guys think i've watched them like so many times. i have what's it called um, the R. Kelly so I can't remember what's, what this one is called but it's the one with cuba gooding jr playing oj simpson i'll tell okay. you in a second yeah it's on netflix it is american now. crime story um, um yeah it's one of the american crime story things the people versus oj simpson Okay, cool. Um, and the R. Kelly ones. I don't know if you guys have seen those, but they're insane. I watched like three of them and I couldn't. I got sick of it. It was too <laughs> weird for me. But yeah, we can he's talk crazy about and I had no idea. Um, what are y'all doing this weekend? I'm saying y'all because Katie's from the South, she thinks. I say What's y'all weird is that you, y'all, you and Kim like both surprised. have like this weird southern Southern thing to you guys, but you guys have never lived in the South. It's funny. I I reckon you're I just know. a redneck from Wisconsin. I think it might be like Brand- I think it might be Brandon. I did not say reckon. Might I think be. Brandon's a hillbilly son of a gun. <laughs> Smoking meth no, and making making that there moonshine. Well, if, right. if Connor would just watch Tiger King, we could talk about meth <laughs> a lot more. Yeah, it'd be funny, <laughs> but here we are. Well, I'm going camping this weekend. I had to run it by my wife and I don't think she was very happy, but I'm going because I don't want Where to you go? crazy. So gonna Ooh. going camping. So I'm gonna get a little uh little outdoorsy time in me and a couple beers and a fire and I'm gonna be right back to being normal again, hopefully. When? Going this weekend. Oh, you're gonna be cold. No, it's supposed to be like sixty three. And night is and not at night. Thirty five. You don't worry about me. What are you guys doing? I wish I could Pretty I good. wish I could <laughs> uh, that's funny. <laughs> okay. I, I wish um I wish I had my golf clubs cuz I would legitimately go golf right now. 
um, because they just opened up all the golf courses or they're going to on Friday, I think. Um, But I I mean, I wouldn't have to get a cart. I wouldn't get a cart. I would just go and golf and go by myself and I would not have to worry about anything because I have my own golf balls. I have my own uh, tees and everything. I have to say golf is probably the boringest. Oh, I agree. It's, it's the most boring to watch for sure. In my opinion, it's, it's the most irritating to play, in my opinion. It's oh, I, I get pissed. I mean, I like a good round of mini golf, but other than that, it's a no for me. I love some mini golf. I want to get this on tape. Um, when this is all over, I want to go shooting guns. I want to have a grill out, and I want to play bags. And uh, I'm shooting guns on Sunday. Nice. And where's your fishing hole again? Don't get this on record. You have to text me again because I might have to just go. I think so. Shyocken fishing in my life. Oh. Oh, don't say it no. on here. Don't. There's so many people that listen to this. The whole world will know. <laughs> Actually, I am bringing my fishing pole because I'm going to be camping by the lake. So I'm going to wet a line, see what happens. So. Oh, yeah. I forget you're not from around here. You don't know the. Don't know the honey holes. So, yeah. So, hey, thanks for getting on here. I say we get back at her next week. So when you're doing whatever this weekend because it sounds like you guys aren't doing jack you know what you haven't tried not i haven't swore on this one yet i'm impressed i haven't swore um katie i only swore twice on the last one and it was in the same sentence and then i realized that connor likes to use these for not for swearing so i was it was the same sentence the same breath and like two words apart yeah i've actually not been swearing that much because I haven't been around my buddies, so maybe I'm not blaming them because I'm probably the worst of it. But my wife doesn't really swear, so that helps. So that's a good, that's a positive. But um, anyways, this weekend, if you get any things we want to talk about, let's get it on here and do this next week a couple times again. And I appreciate you guys. Right. I hope you enjoyed it as much as I did. I will send you a link if you want to. Sounds good. Okay. All right, guys. Yep. Talk to you later. See, See you tomorrow. tomorrow. See you.